Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here is a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on Canada's Drag Race Season 3. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The G&T Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to another live review podcast. Um, real time, straight away, on and off. You know, watch it once, podcast out there, immediately, done. Takes on its own life, doesn't it? You mm. know, we just commit it to the world. I do want to say thank the lords that UK is not boiling anymore. It's- I could not, Tom, <laughs> I could not. I could not, I did not move to the UK <laughs> for this humidity. I had my concerns about you and your mental and physical well-being in that heat. I just I just couldn't cope. I could not cope. I'm so No. I mean, you don't see it on the postcards, do you? You see snow. You see ice. You see autumn, but you do not see us summer. There is no heat wave. To be fair, we've got quite a variable climate. I want a refund. Distinct seasons. <laughs> I want a refund, UK. Who do I, <laughs> I need to talk to? Who do I talk to for this? Um... Not quite sure, but yes, it has cooled down a little bit. It's been a lovely temperate day today, like a, you know, a cool summer day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Lovely. So, how, how are you, though? I'd like to ask you how you are, because I, I always like to demonstrate interest in your life. Good. Uh, well, you know what? I've been watching Come Down With Me, one of my favorite things to watch. It's just, <laughs> um, because of the drama, you know, the low-key drama. But it also inspired it. you. You made a lovely dish and this I evening. I made a lovely dish this evening. I uh, It was a Vietnamese rolls, everyone. They and were I lovely. I cut all the vegetables myself. I don't you know. Did? I don't know how people do it. I, you know, I've seen I've seen it when you go through the, the, the markets and you we see the sushi chefs doing it. We have got a mandolin in the cupboard there. Well, I used... Um, um, my Manda hands, Tom. <laughs> these these Manda fingers. Well, working you did a away. fantastic job. Thank they're very you. evenly cut little batons. It was very delicious. It was Thank very, you. It was, it was but Bella, the key question is: um, Did you make the pancakes yourself? <laughs> yeah. Did you make the peanut? Tom had the nerve to ask me. <laughs> also, did you make the sauce? I genuinely I'm like, thought. First of all, back it up. There, this is not come down with me. You've just, you just got in. You're getting a nice dinner. <laughs> Why are you ask? I genuinely oh, did you make this? Thought okay. you mixed a bit of peanut butter with some honey what? or something. You even asked me. Oh, so did you? Oh, you cooked the chicken or did you buy it? You asked me that. I'm like, the nerve. I thought for convenience, maybe you'd got a cooked chicken from the Asda. No, I cooked the chicken. It was delicious. I was full of compliments because I was really, really pleased. Thank you. I was treated like a queen. Yes. Bet yeah. you are. How, how have you been? I'm good, thank you. Busy but pleasant week. Very excited about... Now, spoiler alert, everybody, but I'd like to talk about the rumoured cast list for All Stars 8. So the Nancy Drews have been hard at work. It's been all over Reddit. It's only a rumour. It's only the rumoured cast list, so, mm-hmm. so don't Mi- be like, ah, oh, spoilers! Well, Mira Mangle has put it on one of her episodes, so it must be true, frankly. She is an investigator supreme. She does some great videos. Um, I'd like to just quickly... Guys, skip ahead about five minutes or so if you don't want any spoilers. This is your warning. Um, But I want to ask you about each of these queens because it's a really interesting cast. And I'd like to ask you how excited you are about each queen and why, okay? Okay? Go on. Can you get on board with that? I'm waiting. Okay. Um, Heidi N. Closet. No. No? No. 
Do you think she gave us all she had to give? Oh my gosh, so Tom, you're, you're throwing these names at me. I I do not know that Tom's going to ambush with me, ambush me with this. <laughs> so um, it's really good because you're going to get my honest first opinion. You and are. My, my honest opinion on Hardy and Closet is uh, is no. I think she's really charming. She needed a bit more polish. I think that's why. She'll come back with that. She'll come back with that polish. Okay. Okay. So this is a real surprise. Um, and it seems like maybe the Viv has set a trend for an international queen being on each season of All Stars going forward. But Jimbo. No. I'm really excited. For, I can't get enough Jimbo. We just had Jimbo this I year. I know. I know. We you, you just are right. had Jimbo this year. You are right. And I am, to be fair, you know, I am kind of... Um, I've got a double standard here because I've already said that there are some aspects of the Canada versus the World cast that I'm not so excited about because they're on All Star Six. But I'm a Jimbo Stan. What can I say? Mm. Um, but okay, I get your meaning. Now I think this one's been debunked and probably isn't going to be on there. But Plastique Tiara, no. I was never that excited by Plastique. I think she's beautiful. She's beautiful. I mean, the real question is, how does Raja feel? Oh. How does Raja O'Hara feel? How does, How does Raja feel? D. O'Hara feel? I mean, she she, she done went off. Well, we're rumoured to be seeing her again this year on Canada vs. the World. So Raja's getting her chance there. Well, that's different because this is All-Stars. This isn't like an international thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, um, Plastique, I think she's beautiful. And I love looking at pictures at her. But that's all. Of her, but I didn't get loads of her from the, her in charge. Here it is. I can... It's enough for me to mm-hmm. just see her on Instagram because I think that is what she delivers. That's her format. She doesn't give um, entertainment to me. She's just she's just pretty. She serves body and face. And Instagram will and do her well. All. That's all. That's all. Um, now I don't know what your answer. I know what your answer is going to be with this, but Darian Lake. Absolutely. Well overdue. Well overdue. Oh, oh my gosh. Come Darian, back, Darian Lake, please. Now, this is the first. Oh, no, actually, Jimbo's top four, but Darianne is another top four queen. She didn't make, it was a top three season in terms of the finale, but she was in the top four. Um, hardworking workhorse queen, um, funny as the day is long. Um, you know, won some champ. She won a, well, she won the. She she won the horror challenge, didn't she? She was ahead in the box. She, um, like Tyra Sanchez, proved that you can be funny when you're just ahead. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She was good. Very I mean, excited for Darianne. She's funny. She's, a, she's the OG original Shady Elephant. Oh, her the real Shady go, Elephant. Her reads will go down history. She's had a health journey as well. She's looking great. Oh, I mean, I'm ready for it. Yep. I am ready for her. And I think she's going to make it to the top. I think she's going to make it to the top. She's definitely got what it takes. Uh, another queen who I think has what it takes to go all the way as well, Alexis Michelle, the producer herself. Oh. I lo- We have such a soft spot for Alexis Michelle. We quote her pretty regularly because she, she's such entertaining TV, but she was also pretty killer in a lot of challenges. I was actually, you know, glad that you... You said my name because you think I'm competition. I'm fierce competition. Girl. I mean, you are, you are fierce. Yes, mama. Oh, God. But uh, come on. I just, I loved her so much. Sasha's reaction to that. I know. It was just like, 
it was it was so condescending. So condescending. It was so, it was so condescending. It was just like, what okay. Did, what did Shay say? I think Alexa's having a little feeling her oats bit. And she was going like, nobody does uh, what, what I can do. Nobody does Alexis Michelle like Alexis Michelle. And Shay said something like, I feel like I could throw a rock in New York and hit five queens to do what they, you do. Oh, I mean. <laughs> Poor Alexis. I will say she's phenomenally talented. She was great in like acting, stage Snatch Game. She won Snatch Game, didn't she, with her Liza? She won with Liza, and she nearly won the Kardashian musical with her Chris. Did she win it? Yeah, Liza was the winner that that season. Yeah. Okay. Um, she she did. Yeah, that was her one win of the season. But she made it to the top five. Um, she was knocked out by Peppermint in a lip sync. She's fierce lip syncer as well. She's macho, great. macho yeah. man. Yeah. I think Alexis Michelle is great TV, and she's a full package queen. Okay, yeah. I think she's funny. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, now, this this is an unexpected one. Monica Beverly Hills. I mean... The first ever queen to come out as trans mid-season. I... You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see her come back. I... I want to see her growth because yeah, she that's just, what I want to see. I, I I hope it's I hope that there is something. I mean, I want to say this first of all. There are so many amazing queens mm-hmm. that have been on RuPaul Drag Race who have been doing the damn thing, who have grown a lot, like Darian Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, uh, like um, um, who was the one that came in with a puppet? James Mansfield. James, James well, Mansfield. Well, it's like get to the bottom of this list. Really? <laughs> okay. I mean, there's so many drag queens who have been doing so well and, are, and who deserve a chance to come back. And so names like Monica Beverly Hills, to me, just sounds like they were desperate and they were looking for someone last minute. She's a real unexpected choice, mainly because um, I thought she wasn't doing drag anymore. And I do follow her on Instagram. And I remember she announced maybe a year ago. Dita Ritz, sorry. To interrupt Dita Ritz, I would love to have Dita oh, Ritz she's come well back. A, she wants to come back, exactly. Well, and I don't know why Dita's not on there. Actually, I'd love to see Dita. Monica, um, I thought she'd quit drag um, because I'm, I'm sure she announced it about a year ago. I follow her. She's looking beautiful. She's living her best life. Um, but yeah, su- surprised. But let's see what she brings. Post-apocalyptic. I want her to come back on. LaShawn Beyond. Uh, well, she's a trans woman as well. She, what, um, why, she what, came, what, does she not answer the phone call? No, what, what I'm saying is like, she came out as a trans woman after the show and she's clearly living her life as, as a trans woman. I think she's more of a designer and seamstress now. She makes amazing prom outfits. I want her back on too. I don't think she performs is my point. Anyway. Um, I mean, neither of some of the girls you've mentioned, but go off. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Um, Jessica Wild, absolutely very excited. Absolutely, I am excited. She she deserves yeah. to come back on. We had a little taster of her as lip sync assassin. Yeah, um, on All Star Six, um, she was the first shirt you ever bought me. Yeah, was um, I love this oh, dream, love that dream from Jessica Wild. Dreams a... of a golden child. And just to show how shady Tom is, he bought me a. Two sizes too small. Too small? Yeah, you bought me a medium. It'll be those East Asian sizes. Yeah. Go off. Go off. I was like, oh, thank you for the shirt. It's not not a medium. It's fairly baggy. No, it's not. It's quite tight. Um... But, you know, thank you. Thank you. Let's scroll on. Yeah. Very very excited to see Jessica Wilde. 
top six season two, knocked out by Tatiana. Quite unfairly, actually, I thought. I thought she was fapping that lip sync. She was. She'd was had amazing. a win. Yeah. And, you know, I thought she'd go further in season two, but there we go. Uh, next one, Lala Ree. Yes. I yeah. would love to see Lala Ree. Me too. She was the talking head. She was the narrator very of the funny, season. Very funny, very listen to her forever. Absolutely. Yes, Please, I want to see her come back with money. Definitely. With having, you know, well, she can afford things now because she always had the flavor. Some of her runways were actually pretty cool. Like her her reptile runway. Um, she had an amazing golden, like, Pepola Beja look one week. She mm-hmm. had some good looks. Um, not the best seamstress. But that's not what we remember her for. But fierce lip syncer, very lovable, great talking head. Um, we'll be very happy to see Lallery back. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, her season 13 sister, Candy Muse. Candy Muse. Candy came second. She did come second. My opinion on Candy is she's great TV, but I don't know what else she's going to give us this time around. Yeah, she came second. She was there for about how many episodes did they have since 13? 20, they, 30? She was there for all 50 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> season 13. Of season 13. <laughs> I feel like I've seen her in more than one season. That's the thing. As all. Love her to bits. Great TV. Not sure what else she's going to bring. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to show a different side to her. Yeah. Um, so, but you know what? I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Candy um, Moose, I love. Great TV. So we'll we'll see her. Um, next one. Another bit of a wild card. Kahana Montrese. She's another girl that has been working her ass to the bone. She's had yep. a lot of work done. Yeah, she has. She's looking quite different. She's looking... And she's very like, open about it. She's very, like, self-improvement journey type thing. Yeah, she's she's giving Trinity the tuck a run for her money. <laughs> the amount of surgery she's had... That girl has had the work done. The... the uh, um, she's been working her ass off, though, and uh, she's been doing, like, the Vegas show and Work the World and stuff, so I think it'll be really interesting to see her development as a performer. She, she's the, One of the things about her, I mean, your body, do whatever you like. Yeah. Yes, um, beautiful, but just like some of the people who I know from, from my own culture, sometimes people do so much work that it feels like they're erasing their ethnicity. They're just so, they've mm. been brought up to this Eurocentric standard of beauty. And it's not just um, POC, it's not just like Polynesians, Maldives, black people, Asians as well. It um, can permeate many if, cultures. Every, yeah, in many cultures, I feel, feel this, that, that the Eurocentric beauty is the beauty. And I feel like Kohana's Montrese is going down that route where I'm like, oh, mm. girl, you. I think it you, what, you, you know come on whenever that does happen I don't know if that is actually and come on to um some people from school that I went to who I'm seeing <laughs> I'm like girl you know, I, I always think pursuit of you are Polynesian okay I and I know <laughs> I know that knows <laughs> I'm totally on on the same page as you I think p- pursuit of Eurocentric beauty standards it saddens me so much um I hope that's not Kahana's motivation, but I kind of see where you're coming from. Um, but yeah, fierce, but, but fierce, Kahana is amazing. She is an amazing performer. dancer, yeah. fierce performer. I can I will remember that that backflip, um, how hard she was dancing. You know that Upperland. Yeah. Like even even <laughs> at the moment, I know people only remember um, Upperland. Who was Mercedes the, Mercedes? Diamond. But I remember Kahana like really going hunt, like really just wild me, in is, that moment. Is Mercedes Iman Diamond part of the Iman Dynasty? I don't know. 
Anyway, um, yeah, but Ka- and I was part of that, and she did remind us in un- in the, the re- reunion that season. But yeah, lip sync her fierce performer. So w- with increased confidence and experience, she could really bring something. Absolutely, I'm excited about this one, Mrs. Kasha Davis. Oh, season yes. seven. There's always time for a cocktail. Yes, until you're in rehab. <laughs> Well, that was Trixie's joke, yes, wasn't it? Yes, not mine. Um, um, she's no longer drinking cocktails. No, she's a sober queen. And I want to say that I, I am a sober queen this week. You are, I actually. I have a Diet Coke in front of me, whilst Tom is drinking a lovely, crisp, non-burnt Prosecco. It's not been burnt, no. It's, it's actually not, not that burnt. cold either. I'm not sure when it went in the fridge. Not that I'm complaining. And the reason I'm not drinking is because I am trying to... I've taken inspiration with Darian Lake. I am trying to find my fitness. <laughs> Thank you. You're always pursuing fitness. You're amazing. I know. I'm just like I can't, you are I'm very just, fit. Go on, um, Kasha. No, no. Go um, on. As in, keep oh no, going you're, you're very me. fit. I'm beautiful. You're, you're gorgeous. You can walk in again. Perfect. You're beautiful. <laughs> you look like Andrew Evangelista. Go on. Go on. Go. On. Come on. Let's finish this up. Um, I want to talk about Canada. Kasha there because she is actually a busy mates with Darian Lake. So they'll be two friends in the same season. They're both from Rochester, upstate New York. Um, next one we've already said we're excited for James Mansfield. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, definitely bring her back. Bring first her back. out season nine um, has developed so much. She won that lip sync, first of all, against oh, she did. Um, Kamora Black. She had the camp of the b 50 She won that lip sync. It was, it was sad. And I love her forward role. <laughs> she should she should forward role. Her, her entrance should be a forward role. I'm here. I just came to... F- oh, please, James. Please let that be the case. Um, Nasha Lopez... Uh, yeah, Miss Continental. That's the thing. I feel a little underwhelming on the show. That's it. Her performance on Drag Race is underwhelming, but she's great in the Roscoe hosting gigs. Mm. Very charming, very confident. And she is a Miss Continental. She has got something to bring. She's been doing a lot of boy pageants, actually. She's hit the gym and she's been boy pageanting. So, yeah, interesting. Last one that's probably been debunked as well is um, Lanacia Sparks, who actually would have really liked to have seen there. Earlier. Oh, I would love Lanesha. So yes. talented. She won the lip syncing challenge and then kind of like went for snatch game. I felt like she was slept on because her English wasn't great. Yeah. And that felt really unfair. I think they couldn't afford the translators to stay around. So they're like, okay, girl. What if you don't know English by the next episode, you're out. <laughs> yeah, we know you got we know you gotta win. Here's a dictionary. Uh, yeah, here you go. <laughs> you got uh, until tomorrow. Go. Poor Lanesha. Great cast. Yeah. Let's get into kind of the drag race. We got Giselle Lullaby, who is at the moment, the most powerful queen on this cast. She has two <laughs> wins, and one of those wins is the Snatch Game, which is a win and a half. It really, really is. We've yeah. got Kimmy Couture and Jada next up, but Kimmy's got one bottom, and Jada has two bottom twos. Now, I do want to say that um, I think I, or I and all you, we have been saying that Kimmy's Asian, and someone has messaged me saying... Girl, she Filipino. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know where exactly she's from. I always think of the Philippines as Southeast Asia, though. Am I wrong? Or is it Australasia, Oceania? Should we ask Alexa? Yeah. Alexa, where is Filipina? The Philippines. The Philippines. Oh my God. Alexa, where is the Philippines? The Philippines is an island country in Southeast Asia. It is Asia. Japan, China, Indonesia, Malaysia, 
Vietnam. Alexa, you can stop now, stop. Alexa. I mean, clearly she's specifically Filipina, and we wouldn't want to get that wrong. But but check your lipstick before you come for me. <laughs> well, well, it's part of Southeast Asia, isn't it? But yeah, Filipina, we should call her what she is. Um, so, but yeah, it's really interesting with Candace Drag Race. They don't protect their front runners from the bottom if they've done a bad job. Unlike the US seasons, they will protect people from going in the bottom if they want them to go further, if they've had wins. Mm. It's not the same with Canada. It feels more organic. Because we, we said goodbye to a front runner last week, Lady Boom Boom. Lady Boom Boom. Yeah, she left after having a win and being quite high. Yeah. And then we got, Bom- we got Bombay, Irma Gerd and Vanderpuss who were just safe. Vanderpuss is quite high, as in she yeah. always just misses out. She's edging. She's yeah. edging. Um, and then we've got Miss Fierce, who's one lip sync, um, who is the least powerful. This is She's popped into the top three once, I think. Mm. But she has lip sync. So coming to this workroom, of course, I go to say bye to Lady Boom Boom, how she was a front runner. Um, and Jada took that personally. Yeah, Jada... <laughs> Jada was pulling a Miss Fierce. Oh, so y'all, th- yeah, okay, so you think that she was a front runner. Do we all agree that she was a front runner? Okay. It, it was kind of next day when she said that, wasn't it? But it was just an interesting response because she seemed surprised and taken aback because like everybody was like, thought Boom Boom. And to be fair, Boom Boom probably had the best track record. She'd won one. had been high like a couple of times. Jada's like, oh, sorry, um, my name's Jada. My, I'm not Lady Boom Boom. My name is Jada. <laughs> I know. J- Jada's not a delusional queen. She must realise that she's been in the bottom two twice, and so that does affect her track record. Yeah, yeah. She's still a fierce queen with a win under her belt, but you know, her, her she's had a bumpy ride. She's had a bumpy ride. I do want to say that what I'm noticing immediately from the get go is a lot of self doubt talk from Bombay. Very prominent. Very uh, prominent. She's even asking the queens, "I like, do. You think I need to do something different?" It actually made me quite sad to hear her well, say stuff did, like that. It did, it did. What is this, Tom? Talk us through this. Well, Bombay, um, my opinion on her in this show is that she's incredibly likable in The Talking Head. She's funny and she really shines on the runway. She's had some great looks. She just hasn't had a standout moment in any of the challenges so far, really. So she is fading into the background a little bit, but there's something so endearing about her. Um, I don't know. I guess she's she's young, um, she's still developing her persona and, and drag character. So, you know, her, her self-image as a performer is not as well-rounded and fully formed as a queen of, say, Jada's stature. Jada knows who she is, yeah, as a performer. Mm-hmm. So I think it probably, it, you know, when she's not getting the praise that she wishes for from people she respects, like Brooke, um then it's, it's going to injure her self-esteem, I think, and, and affect her self-image. And it, it, she's going to seek reassurance from the, the, the people around her. I've, what, I, what I found disheartening and quite sad um, was her specifically saying, do you think I should do something different? Because mm-hmm. in saying that, what she's admitting to is that what I'm giving isn't good enough. And I think it isn't because no one else has validated it, which shows it's to sad, me a lack it? of, there's a lack of self-identity or, or confidence in their drag or Again, who they are. She, she's young. And do you know what? One thing I think maybe is affecting her. Um, Halal Bay, who is her drag mum, went home in the first week and she's, 
I think she felt strong when Halal was there. To, uh, and she thought, great, my mentor is here. Then Halal very sadly left. And then she, not only was she like, oh, I'm on my own now, but also she was a bit like, wow, somebody who has supported and mentored me and affected my drag so much has gone. So what does that mean? They think of my drag kind of thing. I mean, I, I mean, sure. But if that was me, if I, if I surpassed my mentor, I'd be like, you know what? I always knew I was better than them. Well, that's that, you, that would have been it? my mind. I always knew that I was better than them. <laughs> I should start my own house. That's what I would have like. That's it. I'm leaving the house of Bay. Yeah. I'm, Sorry, Halal. <laughs> that's what I would um, That would have been my thought process is that, you know, that just, that would have validated changing what, my I, name. what I've already thought. No longer I'm Bombay, than you. I'm bombastic and I'm setting up the house of Bastic. Um, no, yeah, so it, it does sadden me. And again, I think it's young and she she's young and she needs some validation and she's not getting it. But uh, yeah, I actually find it quite sad when she's seeking, asking, do I need... In Drag Race, though, it must be such a head, head F um, because like... You're there and they're saying, be yourself, be yourself, but change everything about you um, to, so you can meet our requirements. It's very that, isn't it? So you've got to go in there with quite... The queens who succeed um, know exactly who they are going into drag race. Winners have such a like well-rounded sense of their own identity, whether they're young or old. Think of somebody like Bianca. Think of somebody like um, Jinx, even though she was young when she won. She knew what her drag persona was. Exactly, I, and I it, think it's, you know she 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 had to do water off a duck's back. She had to like uh, compete with girls who were slagging her off every week, but she still stuck to her guns and stuck to who Jinx Monsoon was. Mm, mm. Sorry, I cut you off. Then I'm sorry. It's all right, Tom. I'm oh, sorry. Just suck the wind out your sails. Yeah, such is my life. Really. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, what well, you know? There's a moment in there just before um, Tracy comes out mm. where Miss Fessalicious, God, that name. Miss Fessalicious so is talking, grown to, on me. talking to Giselle. Giselle, I really want to say to you, and then the sirens went off. I, <laughs> I was just thinking, oh, even the producers are getting sick of her not trying to take over every every beginning of the episode. I think like, oh no, not not this episode. Not, not this week. <laughs> just not this week. Okay. I just love the look on her face and the siren went off. She's like, Oh my god, I've been cut off. Oh yeah, even the producers are over her like, no, 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 hey, cut come, cut two. Cut two. This has become one of my absolute favourites. I just love watching her. What is up with Tracy's hair? I am not sure. Whoever's Whoever's doing her weaves, I don't know. I think, like, she's such a beautiful woman. I feel like the hair that is crowning her does not befit a queen such as she. Just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. She deserves better hair than she's got. I just... I mean, this is not the first time I've I've, I've seen her walk into the workroom and gone, Girl, really? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Is, put, put up one finger if... If you've got a white girl doing your weave. Well, that's what I worry about. That's what that's, you said. Everyone, I'm... everyone, I want you to say, Tom said that. Okay. Tom was like, is, is a white girl doing her hair? Well, that's what I'm worried about. And like, she she <laughs> deserves a, a a beautiful black woman who knows what she's doing to be doing her hair. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, oh, girl. It's like, I'm not being funny. Brooks wigs look flawless oh, every there week. There it is. How are you on a drag show and not having someone do your wig that is good? I mean, it just asks one of the queens if you have to. In the words of Beyonce, somebody's getting fired. Yeah, well, I mean, if you if you if you are in are in a room with men, 
and their wigs are better than yours, you got to ask yourself <laughs> something, honey. What's going on, sweetie? You, you got to make some really hard... Look in that mirror and have a tough conversation <laughs> with yourself because something is not right. The claws are out this week, something aren't they? They really are. Maxi states, uh, they're going to become merchandising moguls. They have to design their own eyeshadow palette. They each have to pick six colours that reflect their drag aesthetic. <laughs> then they need to produce their campaign, including a photo shoot and commercial for their line. But they're not just going to be judged on this campaign, but at this, as this, with these skills as a, a makeup artist. So it's actually quite multi-layered. Just before we get into it, I want to very quickly mention the mini challenger. I thought Irma, not Irma, sorry. She was cool. Vivian shone again in the mini challenge. Yeah. She, she's like the queen. Jada won it and she, Jada was funny, but Vivian just shone. They are sleeping on Vivian Vanderpuss. Like she reminded me of um, Kristen Wiig doing the Liza Minnelli skit on SNL. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Give her they, some fussy. They are sleeping on Vivian Vanderpuss because mm. I would have given the win to Vivian. What, last I week? Would. Oh, no, you mean the mini challenge. The mini challenge. Yeah. That would have gone, in my opinion, should have gone to Vanderpuss. She controlled that scene. Yeah, definitely. She was witty. She kept going. She went with it. Kimmy and Fierce were her props. Yeah, they were. (laughs) They they were accessories. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So... This is what they have to do. Basically, it's a it's an ad challenge. It's the marketing challenge. Everyone, we have it every. What did they have it for last season for Canada's we, Drag Race? Ooh, um, a marketing challenge. Do, do, do. Can't bring it to mind. I'm sorry. I should have checked. Wow. I don't know. We just had so many seasons of Drag Race since then. I mean, what have we just had in terms of marketing challenge? Well, I guess we had the TikTok challenge on All Star 7. That was basically their branding challenge. Mm. Didn't we? They gave it a TikTok twist. Uh, what about season 14? Did they really have one? Do, 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 market a product. I'm not going to be... Look, Red. Fulfilled. There we go. Yeah, let, yeah Ultimate just, marketing just, challenge. Yeah, there it is. There's, there's a well-known one. Um, Scent of Drag Queen. Um and heroin uh delusion <laughs> convince yourself, yourself. <laughs> and new york home for me that's that's tokyo yeah <laughs> 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 it was a, yeah that's oh. korea <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious mm. so they had the two six colors and then that reflect the aesthetic tom what colors would be in your palette Ooh, they've got to reflect your aesthetic, haven't they? So I think because part of this challenge is actually... I'm not a makeup artist, by the way. I'm just putting it out there. Um, part of this challenge is about actual makeup, not just about kind of choosing some funny colours. So it's going to be answer to you. I think you need you need a nude or two in there. Um, and my others would be like teals and like corals because I think they're like nice complementary colours. And I think that I'd like... That'd be my drag aesthetic. I think I'd have a lot of teal and coral. I like those colours. Yeah, I I like. Um, I I don't know. Can I venture an opinion on what yours would be? Go on. Like literally crayon box. It would just be a selection of bright primaries and secondaries. Yeah, I I like colours. You do. I like I like a lot of bold colours. You would have yellow, red, blue, orange, purple, green, and they'd all be like bright and bold, like neon. Mm. Yes, neon, and they glow in the dark. There we go. We've wandered into Balor territory. There we now. go. They glow yeah. in the dark, and one of them is a black light one. Like so, if you put a black light on it, it becomes a different color. 
That's it. Beautiful. Can't wait to use it. Cool. When's so, it coming um, out? Uh, so um, just click on the link below, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> click on the link in the notes and uh, make your first purchase. And what would it be called? What would you call yours? Uh, I don't know. I've not thought of that. Coral, coral lines, like Coraline. Coralines. Because, you know, it's like lines make up his lines. Mine. <laughs> On a face. Mine will just be called the Paolo. How original. Yeah. How what are you wearing? I'm wearing the Paolo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love like, it. Oh, my right? God. That's, yeah. Are you wearing the Paolo? Yeah. That's, that's And you'd be a... like, oh, the pigments, girl. The pigments. Yeah. <laughs> this formula. That's what it would be. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the ball. You know what? I was just thinking, like, we've seen some of these girls rehearse. We've seen some of these girls talk and discuss what theme, the theme in the workroom is. There's a, a little divide between the fashion girls or the beauty girls and then the comedy queens. Where they're kind of saying that it's not supposed to be funny, and they're like, "Well, you have to entertain, kind of." Well, what do you think they're asking of them in this challenge? In the marketing challenge, I think they are marketing themselves, and the secondary product is what they're selling. Mm. So they need to. Um, for, for me, I, I would my personality. I would want to entertain, or I would want to be funny. It's RuPaul's Drag Race. This isn't. Mm. This isn't like Alien by Mugler. This isn't like, you know, Dior Sauvage. We're not doing, you know, it's not one of those running into the ocean and there's a horse there and I'm topless and then it's a sepia light and then a slow motion of me coming out of the water and then there's a headline. It's not one of those ones. This is a drag race. You could do that, but do it ironically like Alaska did. Well, yeah, but make it. I would make it funny. I would make it entertaining. I think you're right, but also try to stay true to your brand. If your brand is not being a funny queen, then don't necessarily push it in a direction that's not going to work. Like, chuck a couple of laughs in there, sure. But if your brand, like Fierce, like if your brand is, although Fierce is probably funnier than she realizes she is, if your brand is being beautiful and flawless um do that and you know she's going for like a, yeah. a social media kind of thing isn't she? she's very au fait with marketing herself on social media that's what she should go for but just chuck in a couple of laughs it doesn't hurt yeah i mean that that's there give them you entertain that's yeah. what I, I would think entertain do you want to talk about their ideas or are we going to talk about them all when we've seen i think when we see it we'll talk about the ideas okay um when we actually look at the the final product um which i think we can actually get into but there's one thing i did notice because i was thinking about tyra banks really um you know oh, sorry king james formerly tyra sanchez, sanchez. um I was thinking about Tara Sanchez and how they kind of gave her a hard time for not using a different voice in drag. Mm. And as the years have gone by, there's not much of a distinction anymore mm-hmm. between drag queens as them as in, in drag and drag queens out of drag. There's been like Bombay, for example, when Bombay goes into drag, it's mm-hmm. the same voice. And most of these queens as well, it's it's a, it's the same voice. Um, I've I've got thoughts on that. I mean, I think that critique was very indicative of that phase of Drag Race. I don't think it was indicative of drag as a whole. I think RuPaul 
in the first few seasons of Drag Race was very, very focused, and she said it a lot, this idea of realness, because that's mm. a lot of what her brand was about. Um, so the queens had to look um, hyper-feminine. They had to look in, this isn't a very nice word, but kind of in inverted commas, passable. Um, and they had to sound the same. And so Tyra was unfairly criticized because she didn't modify her voice and they kind of made a bit of a joke out of it. Um, I think I'm glad, I'm really glad we've moved away Those from that Those days idea. are gone. Yeah, thankfully, drag. I think people have a much better awareness of the diversity of drag now. And I think drag race is, you know, it has been making strides towards accepting more diversity in drag over the years. This may sound like a critique, but it's not really. One thing I, I would ask from Bombay is that her voice have a bit more... It, for me, it's it's so it's 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 at a level, at a, at a certain tone, where it's just like a professor talking to you in a lecture. Okay, and is that to do with like the musicality of her voice or her tone or? It's her tone and the way that um she speaks. And so, for yeah. me, it, it's it's not a it's not an exciting sound, and I I think it, it's. That's just my. What do you do? You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah, it's just I mean, very like uh, I feel I'm, like I'm listening to a lecture or, <laughs> and but and it's not exciting me and it's it's I'm, just it's really flazé da. <laughs> I'm not hearing any criticize criticism of her like pitch like we were talking about a minute ago like like happened with with James Tyra, but um, what I'm hearing is that you're just not feeling excited by her delivery a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and that's was, something that she can work on. And there was it was something that I used to think about Willem as well. That's her shtick, though. Yeah, no, but then as mm. as as it moved on, as 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 the episodes went on, I I began to like it. Yeah, because it was it was unique to Willem, and as actually was there was humor in it. And then you, when you when you combined it with her straight stoned face and her humor yeah and her humor yeah then then the whole thing became like this deadpan funny dead toned girl yeah yeah yeah. but um the thing is bombay's not there bombay Mm -hmm. i see her trying i see her body be more expressive than her voice there it is i see that that's what it is her body's more excited but what comes out of her mouth i'm just like there's a mismatch between what you're saying okay. and how you're saying how you're saying and what you're saying well i guess and what you're showing in this challenge you want to sound exciting and sell the product so we'll see how that translates we are treated to a runway yes and the before... theme is paint which is in keeping with the challenge because it's about makeup palettes isn't it and what is makeup if it is not a form of paint or dye Yes, or interesting dye, themes colors okay, first queen talk to me about vanderpuss um, I really like uh, Vivian Vanderpuss's presentation this week. So she walks out in what's kind of like a canvas crossed with an artist's smock with this um, palette uh, fascinator. And she has a reveal where she unfurls um, all these colors that kind of flow down the canvas. It's really, really lovely. Um, it reminds me of that Victor and Rolf, was it 2015 couture collection where they literally wore artist canvases um and and sort of there were a lot some of them were in frames some of them weren't in frames and they sort of deconstructed them and put them on the models um 
I think she looks really, really beautiful. I like this really soft hair on her. Um, it might be my favorite Vivian Vanderpuss look so far. I really like the kind of um, asymmetric hemline with the sort of train and the puff sleeves. It's just all really, really pretty. I think she looks great. I like the look. I think my eyes dance from her shoulders to the puffs. Did on they her, dance on her um, elbows and wrists? I love the shape of it. I actually liked it before the reveal. Mm. It just looks like cheap streamers at a at a kids party. <laughs> I would have preferred her to um, throw in paint on herself. You know that that very so easy. You yeah, mean like the like Bimini? Oh God, that's one of the worst things in the world. Well, we Bimini. have seen it work before. Um, Kama Ferala. Did it on um, on España season mm. two. Carmen, Carmen, no, season had one. Sorry, um, Carmen had it going on though, didn't she? It's very difficult. That you're thinking of the kind of like the McQueen, yeah. like Shalom Harlow getting painted by the car robots. I just yeah, I I I liked it before the reveal, but I think the other look is just gorgeous. I think she I think is it's gorgeous. Really I cleverly it. done. I I disagree with you a little bit about the streamer effects. It gives it like a liquid flowy kind of texture. But there we go. Um, also looking really cute is Irma Gerd. This might be one of my favorite Irma looks as well. Irma's stepping it up and I love she it. She really is. Like, it really feels like Vivian and Irma are kind of gaining momentum. Obviously, we've not seen the challenge yet, but there we go. Like, um, this is really cool, really graphic. Has kind of like a Moschino vibe with its kind of like cartoonish qualities. She looks a bit like a 50s starlet. That seems to be like the overall concept behind the styling. But the paint by numbers thing reminds me of, um, there was a dress worn by Kate Blanchett at the Cannes Film Festival by uh, Mary Katransu that ha- it was like half, it was a very intricate pattern and half it was painted it, half it was not. And it was inspired by, childhood like paint by numbers oh yeah I, I like that your reference to the numbers was fashion my reference was you know being in school well, yeah, and having to color it and there that is my you know that's my ref- everyone that's my reference did, did you like my reference is being you- seven years old and having a coloring <laughs> book did you like paint by numbers when you're growing up yeah and the coloring books I used to get from like um, church markets because um, they, you know like we like maybe in the whole page there was a quarter of them that hadn't been colored yeah. in, so they sold the rest. I used to love those oh. so much. Yeah, cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, Bombay's walking out in this gorgeous gown, and I knew immediately it was yeah. it was Holi, the Indian festival of color. Um, I've been to one. Have you? Yes, Tom. Of course, I have. Where? It's brought up by Indians. Well, I know Jana. Yeah, yeah, I know that the you spend In New Zealand, in yeah, New yeah. Zealand we embrace diversity, Tom. Amazing. Yeah, we do that. Like the UK. So what you do was, was we meet up at a park and everyone had their own dyes and the dyes um I mean the dyes were provided to me by Ma. Um and so um, you we, we had white shirts on and glasses and you just threw paint through the dye. So beautiful. This it got what- it got dirty after, it got very dirty. I love that. That's really gorgeous. I love that you, you obviously I know you were very close to Injana and kind of embraced her culture when you were growing up. Um, I This is what I mean about Bombay. She really shines on the runway. She's really imaginative. She brings beautiful looks. This is this is where she really shines. And this, this look is no exception. And I love how she effortlessly weaves her culture in. Mm. It's just really effortless. It's mm. just like oh, this is my first point of inspiration and I'm going to present this really, really beautifully and inventively. And, and thing- also effortlessly. Yeah, yeah. And seamlessly. Yeah, seamlessly. And just when she took the shades off, it was just like a lovely little camp touch. Um, so really, really good Bombay. 
Uh, talk to me about Jada Shada Hudson. Jada's conveying a real message, um, which she explains eloquently on the runway um, in terms of uh, embracing beauty in blackness, uh, which is, of course, a strong message. Um, I love how she gives us the, the fist at the end of the runway. Um, it, it, it's quite it's quite a lovely kind of gold lame gown with the with the thigh slit that flatters her. I like the hood. Um, and the, the message is gorgeous. There's like a really big contrast, obviously, between the shiny gold and the the kind of slick of 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 black um, and all these faces going down it. It's a, it's a really strong message. It's a really strong message. I love her hair. I'll uh, need to read her Instagram post about what the black faces in paint mean. Well, she said, her, the mum said, the the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Darker the berry, the sweeter the yeah. juice. Yeah. So it was about kind of uh, embracing the beauty and blackness. And I, I guess kind of like that's why it, it looks kind I of I mean, like it's gorgeous. Liquid almost. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. And I, my favorite look so far, probably one of them, is Giselle's. This, this is so cool. Picasso brought to life, like children's TV character puppet. Um, really that, isn't it? It's it's this really eccentric cubist presentation uh, she really takes it there. This is really, really good. A lot of thought and effort has gone into this. She does look like she's been lifted from a Picasso canvas. It's amazing. Again, it. the the Moschino um, the Spring 2020 collection was heavily Picasso inspired. Like, I don't think that that's where she took the in, in, inspiration from because it's so different to anything on that runway. Mm. Now, this is possibly my favorite. No, I don't know if it's my favorite, but like fear... Fierce is really stepping it up. This is so fun and inventive. And I feel like she's really pushing herself on the runway with this. So she is referencing a painting called um, The Swing by uh, Jean-Honoré uh, Fragonard. Um, and this is just a such gorgeous presentation. And it's so camp and silly and fun. I love it. She looks like she she is just leapt out of the painting. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, it's campy. It's just, it's so ridiculous. It's funny. The thing is, why does only one leg have a shoe? Is it, uh, the, is it in the painting? That's the fun of it. Like, I might be. Oh. She's kicked her shoe off in her fun. Okay. I think another name for it is something like Happy Accidents on the Swing or something. And like that's in keeping with it. It's like, oh, I'm having so much fun. My shoe flew off. And like she really like she looks like this gorgeous Rococo woman. This is really I, I, love, the, I love I love the adventure of it. I love the, the did, camp did the I fun mention, of it. Did I mention that I like teal and coral and how they're complementary colours? Mm. She's in teal and coral. <gasps> She's a listener. She's listening. Talk to me about Kimmy Couture. So Kimmy, again, just to mention that Mosquito Spring 2020 runway, I do wonder if she did take reference from that because um, that was full of like um, highly structured suits with uh, like pagoda shoulders. But she's gone for like a deconstructed slightly take with the kind of off the shoulder look. Um, I think she looks really cute. It's possibly slightly less elevated than some of the other looks we've seen um, on the runway, but she looks really cute. Okay. Well, that's the runway. Who do who's my- my favorite look, I would say, is mm, I like the Picasso. I think I like Giselle's Picasso, but then I want to say, if I had to wear one, it would be the the um, Bombay's. Bombay's is my absolute favorite. There's a lot to love on this runway. There's some gorgeous looks. I would say I love the inventiveness of um, Fierce. 
I love the boundary pushing of Giselle. I think Vanderpuss looks just really, really beautiful. And I think Bombay looks stunning as well. I, I just think there's a lot to love on this runway. They're probably my faves. Okay. Well, let's have a look at the Mexi. Vivian Vanderpuss. I'm a cat mom. Her her ad was great. I'm going to say, we're going to do this very, very choppily because they're judging in between. Yes. <laughs> we're trying to, we to just cut Tracy off. Um, I laughed a lot at this, but I, I'm clearly like falling in love with Vivian Vanderpuss. I love her sense of humor. Um, I'm a cat mom is just so good. I loved your clothes know it, your friends know it, because <laughs> how many times I walked out of this house, like doing my best to look smart and professional, I'm like, oh, I'm covered in it up and does hairs. Mm. Not so much Lily because she's a sleek, dark girl, but Rapin does thick white hairs. Shows up on your dark NHS clothing. Absolutely, thank you, Rap and Dice. The thing is, the thing is, like as I'm doing, sometimes the, the laundry when I'm bringing the laundry in and I'm putting it away, I can see cat hairs on the bottom clothing because he rubs up against the he clothes does. while it's drying. And they love playing under the. They love hiding under the. Um, anyway, enough about our cats. Needless to say, but they're a terror. This was she marketed it to the right people. She really did. <laughs> I want to buy this. Yeah. I think the whole vibe was great. I think it was really, really funny. Um, it's an interesting selling point. I, th- I, I think this is cool. I loved it. What do you think of her photo? The photo was just camp. It was her. Yeah, it's, it's super Vivian. She looked like really cute. This was really she good. Really, this cute. was really good yeah, for yeah, Vivian. Yeah. Now next up, we have Irma Gerd with the snot rocket. Mm-hmm. I do wish she'd called it Gers Burmps though. Because I told you her name must come... Well, I assumed it came from that meme of the girl holding up the Goosebumps books going, Irma Gerd, I love Goosebumps. Mm, okay, cool. Uh, what did you think? What did you think? I think the color palette was well chosen because we know she loves like this slimy... It's very Irma to love like this slime green, this neon green. Um, and she wore the, the wig against like a black dress. So it really stood out visually in the advert. And I thought that was a really good choice. Um, she, she was just very Irma, like Vivian's got like this very quirky, but well thought out humor. Irma has got like this, like offbeat, slightly more chaotic humor. They do complement each other nicely, but they're very, very distinct in terms of their sense of humor. I know you can like group them as kind of like offbeat, quirky Queens, but they're very, very different. I've, I've said this word already, but I think that her humor at the moment is quite flat dar. Like I just mm. don't, I just... It just happens. I think sometimes... And it's just like, oh, it's, you know, it's 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 her. It's funny. She's uh, more of a, like, entertaining presence than, like, yeah, a kind than a comedian. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I find it. It's not like she's a lol a minute, but I, I like her a lot, and, um, I, and I'm entertained by this her. This palette will take you to infinity and beyond infinity. That was funny. That was funny. That was cute. Um do I remember anything else? No, it's not rocket. Like, I don't want to think about snots when I think about makeup. Is, is there anything? I'm, oh, my God, I, I'm I a prude. Oh, my God, I'm a princess. But I am. When I, I think know, snot I, rocket, I think someone blowing their nose really hard <laughs> and snot blowing up quickly. There's a lot of people out there who like quirky offbeat things that are a bit gross. Who'd re- This would really appeal to, I think. Okay. Um, I thought it was a... Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it was okay. Maybe it wasn't for me. But um, I want to say that her photo is America's she, Next Top Model she's worthy. Really serving beauty. This is gorgeous. Just like this is like a cover girl. Like I'm not no lie. This is, this is final three America's next top model cover girl shoot. And what's Tyra saying about this? This is gorgeous. The angles, the um, the, the how relaxed her fingers are. Mm. Everything is everything is just so casual and like natural. She's a girl next door. She's laughing. She's smiling. She just 
I, I want to be friends with her. This photo was stunning. The photo was fantastic. I think the... Um, for me, the advert was really good, but just Vivian's was funnier to me. Yeah. And had like a much clearer concept. There it is. It was clear. Yeah. It was clear. Like, I'm like... I don't. I don't know what it was. Just like wear this, wear these colors, and you'd be amazing. It was, I, that's all I got from it. Like, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get that much from it. That's it. Okay. The message. The message to me was lost. Mm-hmm. To me. For you. To me. Now Bombay. I. You know. I liked her ad. It I liked made her ad me as well. laugh. The the shoot suggested that there's a lot of chaos going on, and. Fair play to Bombay. She rehashed her whole concept. She changed it all, which, which was good. good because, like, the original concept wasn't her. She was like trying to make something funny about, oh, I'm not really winning in the competition, not really shining. It was like she was trying to play on what we were talking about earlier about um, her lack of self confidence and sense of identity in the competition, but it just wasn't working. Butter chicken by Bombay. So the eventual concept was actually much much funnier. The the pa- the color names were hilarious. Yes, go back to your country. Um, like so like, so funny. Yeah, um, the the immigration. The you'll be ready to steal someone's job. It was very the whole very good taxi driver. I liked um, her energy, and I feel like I saw Bombay uh, as a performer, and and I saw her humor here. Yeah. One thing now, again, I'm not an Emmy way, but one thing I'm going to criticize a little bit, and I think the judges are going to criticize as well, but we will see, is um, you lose her beauty in her makeup, and I'm looking at her photo now. Yeah, she is without makeup. She is prettier than the person I'm seeing there. She's got. Naturally, she's got really pretty eyes and a great bone structure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm looking at this. I honestly think that they're going to rip her to shreds over the eye makeup. You lose her eyes. You lose the beauty of her eyes. The lashes are angled downwards. The brows, to me, they're just not strong enough. And the makeup... The the kind of the eyeshadow almost looks like it's been put on with her fingers or something. It looks a bit smudgy. It's not a. It's not crisp. I do want to say that. Um, okay, cool. I agree with you. But I'm, I'm going. I I am a America's Next Top Model photographer here, and uh-huh. I'm going to judge the photo. And one thing that I would say is that her hands next to her face does not look good. I um, mean, all those wrinkles in there, the mm. contrast between that and her smooth face. The fashion migraine is not working. It's not. It's Well, like, it just it doesn't, it looks like a bird's claw, like a, a bird's oh, no, hand. not the bird claw. It, it's not pretty. It's like, what is she trying to say with this, this, this posture, this Unfortun- pose? Unfortunately, also, it draws attention to the eye makeup, which isn't great. She Look, let's call a spade a spade. She's doing much, much better than I ever could, right? Absolutely, but she's a working drag queen, and I am, I am, I do think the judges are going to critique okay. her makeup skills. I like her ad, but you don't like her makeup because they are being judged with their makeup. We both like her ad, and she did so much better than we expected from the shoot. Mm-hmm. She was funny. We saw her wonderful personality. She was herself, and that was so so good. But I think she's going to be critiqued on her makeup. On to Jada, mm-hmm. Jada Shader. Um, her her ad was. Her her head was the the word for me is empty. Well, I don't. Ooh. Sorry. Okay, I kind of know where you're coming from in the sense. So I didn't have lots of lols, but the positives for me were I I felt like 
It was very on brand. It's very on her. I I loved her idea. Yeah, the girl for the turn up. She conveyed her personality. No, I'm not saying she got an empty personality. What I'm saying is like it was full of her effervescence and energy. No, empty as in like there was nothing. There was no sales. There was. There was um, nothing about the colors. She didn't talk about the colors. Uh, she didn't talk about the actual how the how what the colors mean. Why she chose those colors. She was just like these okay. are the colors are ready for the girl to dance, and that was it. That was the well, end. I was could, like, oh, it's over. You okay, could, I thought she was going to go into. You could you know, argue with stuff like this, though. You're not necessarily selling the color one by one you're selling a lifestyle you're selling a concept it's like with perfumes isn't it and she was selling it to a party girl and i thought she conveyed that really really well and she was full of energy and effervescence i i I do i don't agree with that i just i mean okay let's let's go through the ad the ad she's there going leave your baby daddies your kids with your baby daddy Mm -hmm. and then it was this is the palette um, the sexy, stunning, fabulous, like it was very Laganja, right? <laughs> Laganja and Adolano. Yes. It was these sickening, sexy, last these um, colors to, for the night girl to turn up on the dance floor. And that was it. And that was it. That, that, that's what it was. Okay. For it, me. It, I, it, I was just like, oh, okay. Uh. It felt short. She I don't looked know if it stunning. Was short. I, I love I it. I think her makeup looks lovely. I love it. I. I just yeah. The colors it. look great against her gorgeous skin tone. Yeah, these these bold oh, bright she, colors. Oh, she chose the right she colors. She can carry them off beautifully. Um, and her beauty. No one's saying she's not beautiful. I'm not <laughs> saying that she's not beautiful. I just think the ad was empty for okay. me, not the, her. Okay, defensive. Okay, because you're really yeah. coming for me, Tom. You're coming for <laughs> yeah. me. Okay. The um. The beauty shot at the end is actually really lovely because she's got, she's so gorgeous. She's got such nice eyes and a beautiful smile and she like radiates happiness and fun out of that photo. I am having fun looking at this photo. I believe she is having fun. She's smiling. She looks gorgeous. This is an amazing, this is a beautiful picture. You want to be that girl and you want to be friends with her. You could argue then that perhaps the still photo actually sells the essence of the product a bit better than the advert i would agree i would yeah. say that yeah maybe she's a magazine girl she's not a you know talky girl <laughs> you know a talky girl that's what they call them i don't know i made that up an actress <laughs> I like, yeah i like the photo the ad for me was a little bit like lacking but um i like yeah but, I, she's but I liked her energy and i felt it was very jada Next up with Giselle Lullaby. Um, they went, they really loved, I just want to say this, they really loved Jada Shader look and everything and the mm-hmm. ad, they said the ad was great. I I, I think that they're being a bit kind. I, I just have to say that I think I, that I her think... ad was, I mean, I think they, they're really pushing Jada because their ad was not the T. She is the T most of the time, but for me, their ad was not it. I think we're picking up on a little bit of uh, panel and production love for Jada. You know, she is so lovable and wonderful. Um, I would agree in the sense that there was a lot to love about her runway and the beauty shot, but the, um, yeah, the advert wasn't as strong as some of the others we'd seen. No, I think. no, no, no. Um, and they, they totally glossed over it and were like, oh, there was a great ad, you know. When you just be yourself, you're amazing. Yeah, cool. But talk about the ad. <laughs> yeah. Now, Giselle Lullaby, talk to me about hers. Was it, but was that French? I found this one perhaps a little bit chaotic and difficult to follow. I, I, I won. I don't know if that was Baxton or 
design. Um, I thought like she looked beautiful. Um, she always looks beautiful, and the beauty shot is great. She looks like a model. Um, there was something, and I, whether this was to do with her, um, whether she asked for this, whether she had creative control over it. There was something about this ad that looked cheaper than the others. Do you know what I mean? Okay. In terms of the production choices, like some of the angles and fades and like font choices and stuff. Hmm. I don't know. It was just something about it that seemed less high gloss. She explained for me her brand. She explained to me the palette. What it looks so good. Oh, because of my palette. And they're inspired by these names and this. And this is why I'm beautiful. And I, I guess, you know, it's it's inspired by her being uh, Quebec, French. French uh, Canadian. French Canadian. Yeah. So Quebecois. I underst- I, at least I understood where this was going. Um I think my... Do you, uh, girl, do you think it was a bit too try-hard? Let's just say the words. My, my it was a bit ex- too try-hard. My expectations for Giselle are very high because I've seen what she can do and she's a fantastic, highly talented all-rounder queen. Um, so I expect a lot from her this week and maybe that was a bit unfair. So you didn't like the ad? It's not my favourite so far. It was just... Mm, yeah, it was pleasant. It wasn't <laughs> great. I think her shot is really beautiful, though. But this shot, I mean... Her and Court, you know how they are like. How I keep on saying she looks like Courtney Jocelyn Act at Fox. Times. We found a new low, low rent Courtney, Courtney Act. Act. Except she's not low rent. Yeah, uh, she's, she's very, a mortgage. She's a mortgage. She this one. is a whole mortgage. She's really, really gorgeous. And she, this is This is like, yeah, this is intimidatingly beautiful. She is gorgeous. Oh, she paints so gorgeous, and her bone structure is so lovely. So. A lot of beauty. I kind of appreciate the effort. I thought the air was okay. I thought the air was okay. Well, I think that's what I'm feeling. It was okay. Yeah. Um, but I just expect a lot from Giselle. So okay. um, I expected more than okay. Miss Fesalicious. Now, I the only thing missing from this whole ad at the end was easy, breezy, beautiful. <laughs> cover girl. This was an actual ad. I that's actually, what I thought. This was that's an actual eye palette ad. She... Why don't look face? This is what I have. These are the colors, and this is how you can use it. Use it for this one. Mm-hmm. You also use it on your eyes, your nose, your lips. Because why don't you want? We all love a bit of drama. <laughs> the angles correct. She grew up watching these ads, these makeup ads, mm-hmm. and I guess because she sold into the ads and bought into the makeup, she knows exactly how to sell back. Definitely. I mean, this was an actual ad. She, I, I yeah, she nailed. She nailed it. I fully agree with you. I think she was very, very smart to not go for an artificially funny route because other people in the room were saying you need to make them laugh. I think she stayed true to her brand. She served beauty glamour. She was the only one to like fully explain how to use the palette. And like, there it is. That's she it. was like, we've got these three everyday shades. We've got these three drama shades. Um, you can use it on your, your eyes and cheeks. And like... I actually felt like oh I, I would actually quite fancy this. Palette. I was I, it was also I, quite a beautiful palette. I'm going to say the the colors are very lo- lovely and beautifully chosen. I thought this was an actual ad. Now the reason now come now do you understand why I said Jada's without empty because Jada did not do anything. Jada's, For me, Jada was just a beautiful girl, and this this is a palette for you to turn up and dance, and that was it. Jada gave us a lifestyle. Fierce sold as a product. 
Okay, that's what work. I think. And okay, work. I mean, her beauty shot was not going to be anything other than stunningly gorgeous. You know what I would have wanted for her beauty shot? I would have wanted a very, like, standing up, direct to camera, hair blown in the wind, looking straight ahead, fierce. That's what I would have I will wanted. say I'm not a big fan but of this. But it's a beauty shot, so it has to be close up. Not a big fan of this wig on her. It looks a bit understyled. She's not committed to... I mean, I guess she's gone for, like, a beachy look, but... Anyway, that's by the by, it's about the makeup. Um, the graphic eye is fabulous. The highlighter is so like modern. Um, she's just contoured herself beautifully. The overlined lips, everything. The, I, I could, I mean, obviously, I really connect with this demographic, but like, I could see a girl on TikTok just falling in love with this palette and wanting to go out and buy it. I wish that her photo was a bit a little bit more angled towards the camera. I think it's a bit too um to the ang to the side. I think I think it would have worked mm. if it came a little bit more towards the camera, just for the angle of the photo. I'll tell you what I do like the intensity in her eyes. She's aged herself, matured herself. I think she looks like a business this she looks like a businesswoman. She looks like a Kylie Jenner. Do you know what? I think she looks fierce. She looks fierce-alicious. No, fierce. The makeup's called fierce. That's why I said fierce. <laughs> there was no add-on. It was a full stop statement. I was going to stop. I just feel like the word fierce isn't enough anymore. We have to add delicious. Okay. Well, it's fierce. <laughs> Last, we have Kimmy Couture. Just one little thing before we get into Kimmy. Go I'll off. Very quick Google. Um, even though the Philippines is in Asia, it's quite an ethnically diverse place. So perhaps not all people who are Filipino are actually Asian or identify as Asian. That makes sense. Just wanted to put that out there. That makes sense because they wouldn't have came for me. We have educated ourselves today. Look, you know better, you do better. It's interesting though because Manila Luzon is Filipino or half Filipino and she's always called herself Asian. Mm. So that's probably where we got some of our perception from. But Filipino people are Filipino. I was in one of the first dance groups I was in. A lot of the guys there um, were Filipino. Mm. And they're Pino. Pinoy, and they would always say like oh you know hey they're asian so i don't know i i think it's quite a diverse place yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That was yeah. My <laughs> yeah. so let's um let's go what well, speaking of trans beauties well <laughs> i think she would be trans if she... ariana i love her sorry mm. um kimikatoa kimikatoa transcending I understood exactly what she was selling. Mm-hmm. She was, um, for those who are question- questioning if they're trans, she had a palette that could help them transform. She I- named each and every color mm-hmm. so that you could live your trans fantasy. Um, sometimes, uh, I mean, it, it made sense. I know exactly what the palette is for. I, the thing is, the I, I, think, I think that she needs to learn how to make her... She needs a more creative presenting voice. Like, duh. Like, she would be like, are you questioning your gender? Duh, 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 duh. I think duh, I know duh, what duh. you mean. Transgender, duh, duh. Uh, yeah. Duh, duh, duh. It was so just very like that instead of engaging and exciting. Which and... is interesting because as a, as a person, she's very interesting and engaging. Oh, I mean, she is very correct. Like, <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Correct. She just needs to talk like she's talking to one of her friends. I think That's it. A lot of people go she in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. People go in front of the camera and, and they say this all the time um, on TV. 
they say when you're selling a product, especially when it's cover girl, you just need to talk to one of your girlfriends. You look in the camera and mm-hmm. talk to one of your girlfriends. Sell them, girl, guess what? I'm in this new palette and it's amazing. It's, it transforms me. It makes me feel so much younger. People do, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they, you need to do that as, as they were talking to a friend. But she went in front of them and she just, uh, she just wasn't, for me, she didn't sound like herself. I know what you mean. She formalized a little too much. I like I liked the theme of it and I think she spoke about it in a way that only a trans person could because like the opening line of like are you questioning your gender it's just it's quite blunt really isn't it and like but you know as as a trans woman I I feel like she can talk about it in that way it was just very very interesting to me her photo is oh, oh she's stunning gosh um please Kimmy can you rein in the beauty a little bit I, I like the angle this is, is just- really really good gorgeous, fierce, everything. I, I can't see a flaw on this photo. She's, this is amazing. I love this pic. Um, really, really good. So, like a cool, fun advert with a great idea. I just wish we'd seen a little bit more of Kimmy herself in it and less formal. I do agree with you on that. I'm going to ask you for your favourites. Who do you think won this week? For me, I think Vivian Vanderpuss, the best ads were Vivian's and Miss Fierce Delicious. Um, so for me, the winner this I week should either be Vivian or Fierce. I completely agree with you. And I, I, I believe that for different, you know, I like them for different reasons. Vivian sold a product with just highly intelligent humor. Um, she's just so, so funny and so good. Fierce sold the product with like professionalism and like knowledge of the industry and just like a, Again, it like added a, a dimension to her character because Fierce is so like silly and funny and over the top and histrionic, but like she did this really, really well. She she's this is her skill set, so it's really interesting. I mean, she's a so, she's a social media girl, of course. I can't think of anybody who quite matches up to those two. No, 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 it's those two. Um, definitely Vivian or Miss Fierce. Yeah. For me, the the bottoms who do you, who are in the bottom this week. Whose ads underwhelmed you? I don't... It's really, really tough. But I wonder if... If I'm just looking through the girls, Irma's was like a little bit directionless and lacking in uh, like a clear concept. Bombay, it was really fun to see her personality, but I can't get over the makeup this week. I find it really hard to move past that. Jada... I feel like Jade is in the middle somewhere. There was like fun energy and stuff. My honest bottoms is Jada. I'm sorry. Jada is in the bottom for me. And if I had to put someone up with her, it would be either Giselle or Irma. I Bombay's you know ad made me laugh. I'm going to say I would put Giselle in the bottom three. Like I wasn't really. I love Giselle and she's such a fabulous queen, but I don't think this is her week. I was confused by her ad. I, I genuinely was. That mug though. Beauty. The, the editing is telling me the bottom is going to be Bombay and maybe someone else. But for me, Jada and Giselle's ads underwhelmed me. But again, their photos were stunning. It's a bit unfortunate this week that we've had to listen to the judging as we've gone along. Um, yeah. Obviously, we gave our opinions on each ad before we heard the judging. But at this point, we can't help but be a little coloured by their opinions. I'm going to say, actually, I just, I love Giselle, but I wasn't a fan of, of her ad this week. Bombay, again, I can't move past the makeup. And Irma's confused me a little okay. as well. Well, let's see what they say. 
Congratulations, Miss Faisalicious. Everybody's underestimating her in Untucked. It was very, very interesting. Everyone's like, it's it's Vivian's or it's Jada's. And Fierce is there like going, I did I did a good job as well. Um so it was very, very like I don't know. I'm just falling more and more in love with Miss Fierce-alicious over the weeks. And she did a great job this week. And it's great to see her get this win. I'm just, I feel like they're sleeping on Vanderpuss. I felt like I do if they are going to start featuring her, this is, this was another, this was a good week to give her a win because yeah. she found the camp and the comedy in it. Um, she looked quite wounded as she, well. Yeah, I think that it was definitely. Way. Yeah, but Fierce did do a good job. Like, I think I it's undeniable. Yeah. I, actually, I actually think I love Vivian. I loved her performance and the humor of it. But I actually think Fierce fulfilled nailed the brief it. She the nailed best. it. Yeah. Yeah. Now um, let's just talk about the bottom two. The bottom two this week is Irma Gerd and Bombay. And the, um, Giselle Alibi was given a little kick up the bum. Yeah, uh, she's in the bottom three yeah. and giving a slap on the wrist. Well, they weren't going to see another front runner home, were they? Did you imagine? Did you imagine? Also, I don't, I don't think she was bottom two. I think she was bottom three. I'm going to say, with all respect, with regards to this lip sync, that there was no winner. This is really, and really chaotic, that, and I found it hard to follow. I say that with love, but as a performer, <laughs> I just <laughs> yes. felt like it was. It was it was it was a little messy on stage. It's a bit messy. Uh, one thing is, one one thing is you. There was like, it was very Denali versus Lalaree in the first episode where her um she was just focusing everything on keeping her her top up because the nip the nip slip and also she was wearing blades on her exactly and uh and when the reveal was done by Bombay it was just it was quite distracting that. And the thing is, she's got such a stunning body. And then the shapes that you can create with all that length is gorgeous. I just felt like no one really, no one really got them, got the song, and no one really performed like it was the last performance. It, mm. I felt like the rent wasn't due till like next year. Oh, no. Like, the, like you know what? The rent's not due because you got a mortgage. Is what I felt like. There's no rent Still due. You own mortgage the house. every month. And and Irma Gerd was making me laugh of all these. I was like, "What is that?" She was what throwing is she some doing? really interesting shapes. Though I, it was I, cute. I, but I would was describe like, her movements as high concept, and I would never ever understand why people will do movements that they don't know how to do. I would never go on stage and attempt to do like a. a, a I know what you're talking four about. Four pirouettes if I couldn't do it. I'm, and, I'm, and especially. In movements like that, you need fully you need to be fully control of your body and really aware of your space and aware of your body. In, in the words movement. of the vixen, no, too vague. What you t- which it's, movement you're talking it's about? Like the cartwheel. That's if you, it. If you can't do a cartwheel, don't do a cartwheel. If you can't do the splits, do the splits. If you want to do a cartwheel, learn how to do a cartwheel. If you want to do a split, learn how to. That's it. Just learn it, but don't throw, don't throw movements. It's like that on stage to me it's 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 just the word is ugly it's ugly it's not pleasing the overall energy of this lip sync is probably best described as a bit frantic it was it was and um, which is a shame to see because obviously the queens are fighting for their lives in the competition and i can really understand why they're they're throwing everything at it and seeing what sticks but um i i find it really hard to call a winner here I'm going to capitulate to you. You're a performance expert. They can pick whoever they like. 
that performance. I if if I was if I was holding auditions for something and that was what was brought to me, I would not be hiring that not day. Not the double sachet. I would not be hiring that day. It can't be a double I sachet. I would uh, Okay, here it is. If we're down one troop member and I had to audition two people and that was them and I had to choose one, I would just tell the crew a dance group to reformation everything to make it work with one less because <laughs> that's not happening and that is what it is so if especially we were... after last week's lip sync <laughs> oh, no. last week's lip sync was amazing Kimi Rizzoletti boom boom that was good and then to have this yeah. after was just so sad because oh that's it is, can you not even call somebody who'd be like 51% Bombay okay 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 oh my god lives to fight another day and we say bye to Bombay Sadly, yeah. I mean, Bombay, she's got so much, like, potential. I'd love to see her come back for a versus the world season when she's had, like, a bit more time to, like, find her feet, solidify her identity. Just to cook a bit longer. Just to cook a little bit longer. A bit longer in the oven. So charming and so many things to love about her. Um, I think the decision was made based on the fact that Bombay had not really made it yet in the competition. And they saw Irma maybe giving a bit she could least give a bit more. Done well last week and stuff. Yeah. Um so sad to see her go, but like again, I she needed a little bit more time just to just yeah, to cook. It was good. Mm. Um look, um I the right decision was made, in my opinion. So mm. next week is a Rusical. Join us for that. Ah, oh, Rusical. Yes. Join us for that. Um, like us on our social medias, message, comment, release us a review. Um, this is Bolo. And up to Tom. We'll see you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>